Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so did I have Matthew Mills on the line, and he is CEO of MedEx, Inc. Matthew, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh man, so I'm excited to get into the to the MedEx Inc. Uh, story and mission, and also nature side. So just what a phenomenal story! And as I was researching and, and doing my homework for this interview, I was looking online, and man, you have a lot of press, a lot of media. You've been in these businesses for a long time, and you've got a lot of good recognition. So I'm excited to go into really the story and how all of this came about, and really do a deep dive there. But um, just to get us started, we'll start this episode like we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So Matthew, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Matthew, what mission matters to you? Well, you know, we started out this project as a, a group of successful entrepreneurs and businessmen and physicians and you know, it, it goes on and on. It's mathematics. Yeah. It's there's a whole bunch of things. And a very successful group of people came together to do something that makes a difference in the world. Not just focus on career, not just focus on hey, making investors money, but really focusing on making a difference in, you know, our our kind of our theme is one neighborhood, one community, one yeah. city, one county at a time. And and it's working. We're actually getting yeah. that opportunity. Uh, we're, we're building uh, a fast, the fastest paced uh, e-commerce business that we ever had. Uh, it's growing month out over month, wow. um, selling, selling our products to the consumers now, which, which really wasn't going, uh, you know, it wasn't going in that direction. Our nature yeah. side division was really focused on professional pest control applicators and mm-hmm. giving them tools that gave them less exposure. And that mm-hmm. was our start to it. And then it's blossomed into now going into the worldwide stage. Yeah. Um, we started here in the U.S. and we're we believe right now. I don't have numbers to back this up, but we believe our nature side division, the products that are being sold to distribution that end up in the end user professional applicator's hand. Yeah. We believe that nature side is the fastest growing natural product for professional pest control mm. in the United States. And with the relationships I'm tying together right now abroad. It will be the fastest pace growing uh, natural product in professional pest control worldwide very soon. Man, it's an absolutely amazing story. And I want to, before we get into the products, the development, and, you know, kind of some of the things you have going, coming up next, let's get into like, how did all this begin? Like, what was the idea? Like, like how did all this get started? Well, you know, I, I was part of another company. Um, it was a dot-com in the, the dot-com boom. Uh, yeah. I started that company in, in 1999. Um, I was just an executive. I got recruited uh, by a, a CEO and he had a really talented CFO. And I got chosen to be the communicator because both the CEO and CFO, one was Russian and one was uh, from Malaysia. And they're brilliant guys. I mean, really good, brilliant, you know, very brilliant. But their communication skills weren't like mine. You know, I, I, I can communicate very well. So I was kind of chosen for the spot and it just grew uh, to a $200 million revenue stream. The company went public, made investors, you know, quite a bit of money. By the time the company uh, was, was public and I was in my position, I was the, uh, you know, chief operating officer, investor relations director. And I I sat on the board 
And, you know, it was, it was a really robust career. We made great money, great strides, you know, obviously taking a company public was a pretty Mm -hmm. decent accomplishment, but uh, you know, then I kind of retired a little bit, you know, I I sat back, my kids were young at the time. Um, This is back in, you know, 2007, 2008 is when the company went public. And, you know, I, I kind of retired, spent time with my kids. They were, you know, 10, 11 years old. It was, you know, perfect for me to spend time with them you know, boating, you know, going with my friends, play golf, you know, other retired friends, but it got, it got boring very quickly. And, uh, two guys that sit on my board right now, one of them is uh, Dr. David Toomey. The other one is Dr. Alan Kurtz. Mm -hmm. And they looked at me and said, Hey, you know, you can't, you know, we're, we're here working 70 hour work weeks and, and, you know, you, we get to golf with you once in a while, but you know, what are you going to do? Cause you got something that we need. (laughs) Yeah. And And it was just more about my marketing you know, focus, uh, my enthusiasm, they really liked that. And mm-hmm. so they wrote checks and said, you know, let's open an office, let's structure, you know, a, a capital raise and, and let's, yeah. let's sew in what you do with what we do and create mm-hmm. something great. And we had a couple of things that were already on, you know, my plate. Yeah. Um, one was this product thermal aid and the other, the other obviously was nature side. Mm-hmm. And I was just in the mix of, of being approached by an LA County fireman. He was personnel for the fire department. He's having a lot of issues with rattlesnakes hmm. um, in the Los Angeles County area for Calabasas and Malibu. Some of these really giant homes, you know, soccer mom would come home, you know, and there'd be a rattlesnake on their front porch. Oh, wow. And, that, and that's how that all evolved. It, it evolved into, Hey, we need to try and do a snake abatement program, mm-hmm. you know, for this, these communities. And these are all gated communities, multi-million dollar homes. Some are, you know, 30 and 40 million that are, you know, Mm -hmm. sitting next to the beach. Sure enough, we developed enough action that we built a a service route. And this is why I was saying to you, I'm still holding a license. We still have a service route and it's all snake abatement and a bunch of products got created out of that. And, you know, here we are about six years later and, you know, we're growing revenue. We've got a you know, one product that's really doing well and another product that's coming up behind it and even another product line coming up behind that. So a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, executives out there, experts, I mean, people that are, you know, maybe not as far along in their career as you are in that entrepreneurial journey, especially we're recording this just for context for everybody watching. Um, We're recording this in uh, December of 2021, heading into 2022. And uh, this has been, you know, the last year, year and a half, maybe uh, really a lot of people, you know, pivoting and different things and trying to figure out either how to survive or then thrive as an entrepreneur, or maybe they're displaced from their, you know, their, their previous employer. Like what kind of advice would you give to those entrepreneurs out there that are maybe earlier in their career and, you know, trying to figure it out, like in, with obviously the benefit of hindsight and you being with your experience now? Well, you know, and, and you hear this from a lot of very successful people, and I, yeah. I, I follow the same thing. I have mentors as well. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are pretty famous, and we all know them. We all watch their videos. Yeah. You know, be ready to fail um, and be a, be ready to pivot. I mean, you have to recognize that mm-hmm. in order to be successful, you're going to have to have some failures. I've had several. I'm sure I'll have several more along the way. Um, we've had a, you know, an up and down road with this, you know, this company in the first three or four years of Mm -hmm. growing this business, um, lots of little trouble, lots of little nuances. Um, fortunately for us, you know, with the the pandemic came in, 
you know, that really hurt a lot of people and, and shut down a lot of dreams and, and kind of focused on, hey, you know, you can't do this right now where our business actually thrived. Mm -hmm. um, essential supply and essential businesses is what we supply for both our, our nature side and our thermal aid division. And yeah. both of those were up by, you know, 20% year over year. Um, we're coming up on the end of the year right now. And, and you know, we lost one client due to COVID that was, mm. you know, $250,000 worth of revenue. Uh, <sighs> if that would have been here, we would have been 30% up this year. Um, but we're waiting to see the last few days of e-commerce because our, our e-commerce is really is booming right now. Hmm. No, well said. And, uh, and that be ready to pivot and be ready to fail and all those things you said. It's so, so much easier said than done. And I get it. <laughs> Some of the people watching this that are like, oh, yeah, easy for you guys to say or easy for this. But as we are doing the warm up and I'm telling Matthew, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I'm excited and I'm just excited about it, the growth and everything that great that's happened at Nature Side. But I'm like, man, I'm like 20 businesses in till I found one that really worked and we had our, and I hit my groove. But that's many, many years later. So, so for the entrepreneurs that are going through it right now out there watching this, hey, just letting you know, me and Matthew, like, like we understand your pain and just keep on pressing on, like just keep on yeah. going. You know, there is another side as, as long as you don't quit and you just keep on going and you'll, you'll figure it out. So that's I had to throw that out there, Matthew, because I know sometimes you see two guys talking and you're like, oh, they got things figured out. No, like there's some there's some success there, but you also have to think about like the pain and the other parts of the entrepreneurship and just keep on going. So anyway, thank you for your insight on that um matthew <laughs> uh, yeah it, it, you know it's not even a thought anymore we're yeah. we've had some things like in 2016 you know we we were the second company to use the jobs act of 2012 from the obama mm -hmm. administration era which was a very bipartisan kind of bill that went into law and uh, we are the second company to actually get the qualification from the sec mm -hmm. uh, to go out and use regulation a plus crowdfunding yeah. Um, and, and we were like, oh, on top of the world, we're the second one to get mm -hmm. out there. And it was really positive and successful and things were moving along. We're raising capital left and right crowdfunding. Yeah. And then suddenly we, we, because the rules were brand new, they weren't clear on filing times. And mm. the, when we got qualified to when we actually started, you know, raising capital, um, yeah. it was the end of, it was the end of 2015. And we'd actually didn't start raising capital to till 2016. So we yeah. thought our date of filing started in the 16. So we'd following year, and we're, but we made a mistake. The SEC suspended us um, and they wanted wow. to try and bar us completely, like suspend wow. us forever for one missed filing. We corrected the problem in 11 mm -hmm. days. Um, it took us about six months mm -hmm. and drained all of our bank accounts out. And I'm not kidding. We, we, we were left with, It'll cost us a half a million dollars to go through the process. We beat the, the SEC um, in their own courts in DC with their mm -hmm. own AL judge. The AL, AL judge would just looked at it and was like, after two sessions, they're like, why are you guys picking on these guys so much? They, they had a late filing. You don't suspend a company for a late filing. Dismiss the case. We got back on it. And you know, here we are. In, that was in 2016. It almost yeah. took us out. It, it was so close to taking us out. So, you know, you gotta be, I mean, I, I called in all the favors. Once mm -hmm. we got through that, I called in all the favors, called all my big investors, filled mm -hmm. them in. They were very happy that we got through it and what's next. And, you know, mm -hmm. then we just started funding again and, and getting all of these things together. And now 
you know, again, nature side is really uh, turning into a big deal. And so is our Thermalade product, quite frankly. Got a lot a lot of stuff going on on both of those divisions with Malibu brands coming up behind it. Let's uh, let's start getting into some of these products. So um, where do you want to begin with? Nature side? Um, wh- which one do you want to begin with? Because I, I, I love bringing products on here. <laughs> well, nature side, you know, that's uh, since we've already kind of started there, I think that's yeah. where we start. Um, you know, nature side obviously started as a, ba- a snake abatement program. Mm-hmm. And, and we were just developing one product that would, you know, deter snakes, did a lot of research. Um, finding out that uh, the military was using cinnamon uh, for snakes in Guam before they moved uh, uh, those big containers onto ships because yeah. they're moving into Hawaii and there's no snakes in Hawaii. So they're very careful of that. So the natural aspect that they used uh, was uh, cinnamon oil. And then there's been for years and years and years, there's been stories about cedar and cedar yeah. chips on the floors of restaurants and sawdust on the floor of restaurants because yeah. it deters all types of, of insects as well as rodents. And so we took that mindset and we just kept creating and creating and creating and we kept failing and failing and failing. Wow. And finally there was this technique we used for, uh, for blending that just made the products just better. And, and I can't wow. tell you what that technique is because it's the proprietary nature of our product, but there's a technique we used and we applied it and it just, made the product blend and bond with water. Like, you know, it's oil and water don't mix, but we found a perfect solution. And because of this technique we used, it bonds with water really good and and goes through your apparatuses really good. Mm -hmm. And it was working not only on snakes, but we were finding, you know, our customer, our small little free beta customer, you know, base was like 40 homes and they were all had snake problems. They all had snake calls. They've all had a a, a rattlesnake Mm -hmm. and, you know, obviously I kind of told you that story when soccer mom pulls up and there's a rattlesnake and the fire department shows up, they come out with these, the big, you know, string line, yeah. they pull it onto the lawn and then they chop the head off. And it happens usually right in front of everybody. Mm. And it was not a scene that soccer mom likes. So, yeah. you know, that, that was kind of like, oh, okay, we've got to create something that deters this. So we started treating these homes and all the owners came in almost, almost immediately said the same thing to us. Like everything's dead. You know, we don't have any ants anymore. We don't have any fleas. There's no ticks. You know, we noticed that, you know, the slugs and snails have disappeared out of our ivy areas. You know, we've just noticed there's a huge difference, not just snake Mm. abatement, but the product works great on everything. So, you know, that was it right there. That was the the bell that went off that said, okay, we got to really start, you know, focusing on this. We've got something that's never been created before, Mm -hmm. at least at this level. And you know, we got out there and created, mm. you know, another concentrate product because one of our customers said, oh, the smell's a little bit too big in my barn. You know, we treat, you know, some of these homes have barns and animals and, you know, the smell's a little too heavy in our barn, mm. you know, so I created this, I got together with our team and we created this uh, clove and cottonseed oil product. Mm. And it's very, very mild, so much so that, you know, they're using it indoor in hospitals, school districts. You know, it's gone. It's it's next level aircraft, yeah. train, rail. I mean, it's got so many different applications for it. Um, and that mm-hmm. was our second product. And, you know, that's blossomed to a dust product that you can put in your walls and all the places where voids and, you know, insects crawl, but you don't, you know, that kills them where they're where they're living. Yeah. Um, and then a granular product for the lawn. And so 
We've created four products that's full solution, both indoors and outdoors for the professional pest applicator. Mm -hmm. And now since that spun and got to where it was going, we knew all along that we we're going to have to create a consumer item. Right. So we we started that consumer item in 32 ounce and, and eight ounce bottles. And we were giving them away to the, the pest control applicator mm-hmm. to give to his customer between services. Yeah. And that kind of blended into something. All of a sudden we have this ready to use product. It, it got real hip. Um, they started ordering it all the time and, and they're giving it away and some are charging for it. Yeah. Um, you know, cause it's only, you know, 19 bucks, you know, extra. So, you know, a lot, a lot of customers will opt for that, especially in, if they're for in sure. big properties. So that product's fun and it's getting a lot of traction. We've got multiple products, uh, mm-hmm. uh for the nature side brand that are, uh, you know, in development. One is a insecticidal soil product that we develop. Um, we just received the patent on that. And now I'm looking to partner with a, a large soil manufacturing company mm-hmm. to put that out there and and get it to be in position. And then we've got all kinds of other things in the background and product development, fly mm. products, hornet products, you know, products for the animals, shampoos. I mean, we're we're gonna go all the way as this thing really evolves. That that's exciting, Matthew. And going further into when I say the product development side, I don't mean like, you know, the proprietary process. I just mean the theme, like called nature side. So is it natural ingredients? Like give us a feel for, you know, the 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 people that are applying it on the commercial side, like exposure, like tell me a little bit more about that side of what the thought process is that goes into developing these products that you're mentioning so what started out as helping somebody with snakes turned into an exposure issue yeah. um, as we started to get attraction we joined this group on on in social media mm-hmm. and and the group was full it's probably about twenty thousand people deep and all these people are all professionals in the pest control world mm. uh, it's it's crazy there's a lot of them that's awesome. Um, so we started pushing our products out there and everybody was saying, no, 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 no. And then finally. So you're entrepreneur, right? Just yeah. if you have an idea, you made a product doesn't mean everybody lines up. Oh, and goes, oh let me they, buy it. And oh, this is great. No, continue. No, nobody wanted to, to buy it. Let everybody no. know they're not alone. <laughs> nobody wanted to buy it. <laughs> That's the first thing. <laughs> nobody. It, it was nobody's buying. I had a couple of guys that saw some videos that I sent some free product to, yeah. and they came back after playing with the product. We're like, we love it. You know, we, we want to wow. include it, you know, we, and we started selling direct to them because we didn't have any distribution. So, you know, this led to a lot of naysaying, a lot of people, you know, no, 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 no. And some of the top people in the industry that we were able to like identify that were top in the industry, yeah. like the guy who owns this group that has 20,000 people, his name is Jerry. Um, yeah. He too was like, no, nah, th- this is not something that, you know, a professional is not going to use this product. It's just yeah. not going to happen. So we developed a real small, you know, product instead of giving like a half gallon of product, we developed these little 16 ounce little minis and it was, yeah. we call it the pro pack sampler. And in that pro pack sampler, there's the indoor product. There's the outdoor mm-hmm. product. There's a little bit of the dust and there's a little bit of the granular enough yeah. to try out on two, maybe three homes. Yeah. And so we started sending these out and, and it, and it pretty soon I'm getting calls. <laughs> hey, I got your product. I wanted to talk about it. You know, and I talk about it and like a week later, the same guy calls me back and he goes, I'm done. I I'm switching over to nature side on all my outdoor power spring. Wow. And power springs. When you're, when you, you either have a backpack blower on and you're blowing, mm-hmm. 
you know, like it looks like the gardener, except yeah. for blowing a mist out. Um, a lot of guys use those, and a lot of guys have truck mounted, uh, mm-hmm. where it's a big roll on the back of the truck and they roll it out. Well, I got several guys that were, you know, before this thing even got popular, like, look, I've been exposed for 20 years. I'm wow. mixing chemicals in my truck for 20 years. Yeah. And he's like, I'm tired of being exposed. I didn't yeah. even tell my customers. I tried it out on my house. Yeah. I see how good it works. I know the little intricacies that you have mm-hmm. to adapt to to make this product work because just like anything else, yeah. you know, you get something new, you got to figure out how it works the best. Yeah. So a lot of guys jumped in and they found out how it worked the best. Wow. And the next thing you know, there's a distributor knocking on my door saying, hey, mm. you know, we've heard all about this product and we've actually gotten to try it and we want to carry it. So mm. that led to one distributor. Then that distributor merged with another distributor, got us a national footprint. And, uh, you know, and then that led to another distributor, now another distributor. And now I'm working in the UK. I'm working in Australia. I'm working in Mexico. I'm working in Mumbai. I'm working in Singapore. I'm working in, in you know, so many different places. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Amazing. I, I just love the nature side story and uh, and the growth and just to continue to see um, just just what's happening with it. It's it's an awesome brand to follow. Um, let's uh, let's 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 mix in some of the other products here that you have going on. So tell us tell us about another one. I think you said uh, um, the thermo or which other? Yeah, ther- Thermalade. So this Thermal-Aid. is a fun really fun product and this was also something that was on its way to failure we you know yeah. we had to figure out how to how to get through it and this is where jennifer comes in so mm-hmm. um we developed this product was developed first uh it's a hot and cold pack that's different than anything else that's being used in rehabilitation that yeah. there is and it was an accident my father was very sick he had, had multiple strokes falling down and we were using cold packs and in you know hot packs yeah. to soothe his pain because, you know, he was just, I didn't want to pump him full of drugs. He didn't want that either. And, you know, so we started using these hot and cold packs, like, you know, the the gel packs you pull out of the freezer, way too cold for somebody el- elderly would never use it. Yeah. We finally figured it out by using rice packs. And like, these rice yeah. packs were really good. They didn't last very long, but they worked good. And, you know, after using these products for a while, we, we noticed, you know, my father had a runny nose, watery eyes. And we were always like, yeah. you know, trying to take care of him, trying to figure it out. And he's in a wheelchair and, mm-hmm. you know, a little electric wheelchair. And one day he dropped it and ran it over and it opened it and out came black rice. Like mm-hmm. it was black, literally black rice. And I'm like, what the heck? And I showed it to the physician at the time it was Dr. Kurtz who sits on our board. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. It's black mold. Your dad's allergic to this. This is why he's always, oh. you know, I'm like, oh, thing, you know, so we're like, oh, okay. So we started looking for another product that we can mm. use that would last longer, you know, longer than 90 days. Yeah. So, so we found this at a fair, we found these, this, this, these pouches and they, they're like, oh, it's corn. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, you know, I, I opened it up. Oh, it looks, it is corn. Sewed it back up, started using it. It worked yeah. great. And they're like 90 days later. So it was like 90 days almost on the on the dot. Wow. 90 days later, he starts eyes and nose and everything again. Mm. So we're like, okay, let's open it up. So we opened it up and, and sure enough, inside each piece of corn, which they were really large, mm. really big pieces of corn. And they were all cracked. And then the cracks was black mold. Mm. So we immediately, we immediately knew it was the same thing. So 
I was on a mission. So I was reaching out to all the companies that uh, de-germinate corn or yeah. sell corn. I mean, I was talking to the, the people who supply Kellogg's, the people mm-hmm. that supply, you know, McDonald's, all these different things. I was, I was talking to, you know, all these things. And yeah. sure enough, I come home and there's a 50 pound bag of corn on my porch, but it didn't look like any other corn. It was weird looking corn. Like you could tell it was corn, but it was all chopped up. You know, it's like, Oh, what is this? So I, I grabbed onto Jennifer, who's my wife, you know, she's my wife at home, but at the office, she's not my wife. She's a, she's brilliant. So at, at this point, um, we weren't even really, focused on working together at that point. It was like, you know, it's just the early stages of I'm going off on my own. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we've sewed up these pouches. I I started playing with it. I'm like, wow, these really work well. Mm -hmm. So I sent 10 of them to, at the time, an investor friend of mine who happened Mm -hmm. to be a clinical investigator for Merck and Novartis and some of these big, you know, giant firms that, you know, they look for clinical investigation. So we, we get to this, we get to this, um, to this juncture and Dr. Toomey is like, mm-hmm. this stuff, this is amazing. Can you make me 40 packs? I'd like to do a study on it. I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, let me get with Jennifer. So Jennifer started sewing. I ordered, you know, a, a, a few bags of this. Um, meanwhile, I find out along the way um, that this is the same corn they use as a cornflake before it gets turned into a cornflake after mm. they've processed it. So, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm immediately put a utility patent on this and this is, this is what this is. So when, when a piece of corn, yeah. what happens to get to this, to this place is they take the corn off the cob, it goes mm-hmm. into water and it soaks for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. After that 24 hour period, a little tiny piece of corn blows up to the size of a quarter. Yeah. So it's big. Then they come up out of the water, they go into a conveyor belt and they chop into four pieces mm-hmm. and the very the part that attaches to the cob is called the tip cap hmm. and that gets ejected. It's got an embryo in it and, and you can actually grow corn from it, but mm-hmm. it gets, that gets chipped and thrown to feed for animals. So they're yeah. not wasting anything. And then it gets back in the water and there's three more pieces that are out there. And hmm. during that float in the water, the top of it, or, you know, when you bite into a piece of corn, it snaps, that's called yeah. a brand coat. That brand coat floats off of it. And everything else sinks to the bottom and they skim it. And then it comes up on a tray and immediately goes into a kiln, 215 Mm. degrees for 14 minutes. Mm. Then it goes into the cycle and and they bag it and they ship it. So what it is, it's a de-germinated corn and Ah. it's been processed to only have about a 13% moisture factor. So Mm. they don't look alike, but they are identical in their density. Which mm. means, unlike the rice packs, herb packs, buckwheat packs, all the things you yeah. find at the mall, those are just dried out in the field after being picked and then stuffed into a pouch. This was the very first time that a hot and cold pack made from organic materials wow. were, were put together and there's no hot spots in it. There's no unevenness. Mm-hmm. It heats very, very, uh, very, very cleanly. And what's what's really great about it is it actually... Dr. Toomey did a case study on this. And again, this is before we joined forces. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wasn't, he was just an investor friend of mine and he proved in 96 arthritis patients, a 20% reduction of their arthritis medication in, in the trial and 20% and 35% 
um, of the patients thought they were, they perceived that they were getting better mm. relief than they were getting from the drugs. Mm. So it turned into something pretty quickly. Um, and, and, you know, so we, we packaged it, you know, we, we did all the, the right things to it. The product worked great, but we couldn't mm-hmm. get any traction. Nobody wanted to buy the product because it was just a heat, just a hot and cold pack. It wasn't anything yeah. special. Couldn't get, you know, we tried to kick down the doors at some of the big distributors, um, you know, like Merck and Novartis using, mm-hmm. you know, my, my now partners, you know, contacts. Yeah. Um, but we couldn't get it open. And then, you know, Jennifer, Jennifer Mills, you know, um, one of our founders, who's now our president came up with this let's put it in a teddy bear let's <laughs> let's put this in a teddy i bet you i love this story there. it's such a good story go ahead so so that that was like wow that could work so we <laughs> made three three different colors of teddy bear a blue <laughs> a, a a blue one a pink one and a purple one yeah and we started showcasing these at some of the shows mm-hmm. and costco walked up and said, yeah. "Hey, we love this. Can you deliver?" And that was the big thing. Can you deliver? We, you know, we'll cut you up a PO for one point seven million dollars. Yeah. We're going to need them to go everywhere, and they're shipping. I mean, it took us. You know, we had all the shells, but stuffing them, it was really. Uh, <laughs> I had like forty people for two months straight, just stuffing and filling <laughs> and stuffing. And we made the order. You know, it made the order. Following yeah. year, they came back to us and wanted to do it again. And I, I couldn't accept the order because. They wanted to cut our price. Mm. And since we, in that timeline, we, we launched it and we went from teddy bears to zoo animals. Mm-hmm. And now we have a whole line of them. It's the thermal aid zoo with teddy bears and m- multiple animals. And we just launched our first mystical animal, which is a unicorn. And we did that because e-commerce, um, you look at e-commerce and you go and look at the most searched plush toy in the world and it's, it's unicorn. Yeah. So we built a unicorn. It's it's taken off on us, and now we're we're working with a company called Cardinal Health. Mm-hmm. Who you know we've got enough sell through with them in some of the chains like Kroger mm-hmm. and some independents that they've actually um, they've actually gotten together with us and said, okay, let's get you. You know you you've got about a thousand stores. Let's start focusing on seven hundred and fifty at a time. Yeah. Get you in seven hundred and fifty more stores, and then we'll go after another seven fifty. We want you to beat our big show this year. So now I'm starting to get on this on this brand is starting to get the traction we've been looking for for a long time as well. So it's it's pretty neat what's going on with Thermalade. Um, the product is incredible. Um, we have a headache product there too. We put a little cream on your on your face, on your you know your 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 forehead and your temples, yeah. and you put this ice cold pack that's like and it's made of you know terry cloth. So it's not like ah, it's yeah. soothing cool. Go sit, you know, in a dark place or, or just go mm-hmm. sit in your bed for 15, 20 minutes. 95% of the patients that, that went through this trial saw relief within 15 minutes. So yeah. that, that product's kind of taken off on us as well. So mm-hmm. the thermal aid division is, is definitely going. And then, you know, the other one is, uh, is Malibu Brands. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's starting to run as well. Uh, we just developed this cream product. It's a pain relief cream. You put it on your knee. You put it on your, you know, your head. You put whatever you've got pain. You, it's unbelievable with how the product works and the ingredients in this one is poison ivy essential oil with the rash extract the rash aspect yeah. of the cream extracted so it's very very unique not there's not another product out there like it and it's called mm. the malibu brand specific pain relief cream 
That line has a full CBD line behind it. We're not selling it yet. We're waiting for the federal government to really give clear guidance. I know a lot of companies are out there selling CBD and whatnot, yeah. but they're not a company that are aspiring to go to the NASDAQ and grow this business into the, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're thinking in five years, we're going to have a natural products, billion dollar company. That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. As you saw, we have a hundred million dollars waiting for us in the open markets. So Man. we're preparing our company right now to enter the marketplace. So speaking of that, I mean, I just have to ask, so like, like what's next? What's next for you? What's next for MedX? I mean, you got a ton of products in development. So maybe tell us a little bit more about the capital side of things and just tell us what's next. Well, I, you know, I went through an accelerator. I started an accelerator in January of 21 and uh, it was called New Chip and re- really great group, group of guys. I was pitching all the investment banking community the wrong way. You know, yeah. I didn't have real guidance. Um, we have a great story, but, you know, I was, you know, sending, you know, 20 page decks to everybody and, you know, it yeah. takes them, you know, and, and I'd have a meeting and the meeting would, would last, you know, 45 minutes. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's not feasible to really talk to the investment banking community because there's thousands of them um, in, in that big frame time, you, you mm-hmm. got to shrink it down. So they enabled uh, myself. I, I started in, in January. I graduated in July. Mm-hmm. And after graduation, I had created a, um, about an eight-page deck. Well, it might have been a 10-page deck. And, and a video that goes with that deck, instead of me repeating this every time I meet somebody, yeah. we would just show them the video. And the video, it would last eight minutes. So... Then they decided to forum it and they put it out on a forum where thousands of people can see it, thousands of investment bankers. So sure enough, you know, I graduated in July. Mm-hmm. By August, you know, I was engaging with what started out as a $86 million deal for us. Um, I'm I'm somebody who's a forward looker. So I have on yeah. on my on my where I wake up in the morning and where I go to my yeah. office, I have a hundred million dollar check written. And that was my goal. I need to get a hundred million dollars for this thing. Mm-hmm. So I negotiated that $86 million into a hundred million. And sure enough, they locked up with us and, you know, it's a three-year deal. I have three years uh, to, to mm-hmm. start doing drawdowns with them and I can go to the OTC. I can, you know, I can go to the NASDAQ. I can go to NYC. It doesn't really matter. I can, you can go yeah. to the Canadian exchange and, and go after it that way. They said, as long as you're trading, you can start drawing down on this capital. So day one, when we start trading, um, the, the, the deal is uh, pulling down $10 million. And then every time we need it, we can draw down more as long as they never own more than 10% of the company, which I've got a big plan now. So I've got some stuff I can't talk about. There's a lot going on in the background right now. We're looking to get our company out there fast. Um, and we're working with multiple companies to try and do so. Yeah. And we're hopefully we'll be able to make an announcement. But regardless, you know, if I just go out and list on the OTC yeah. um, straight up, you know, I could start accessing the capital. But we've got a, a little bit different of a plan um, to get to the capital, which we'll be revealing over the next uh, 30 to 60 days. 
Man, that is so exciting. And uh, I'm excited just to keep on hearing and following the progress of the company and just to see all the things coming ahead because you're making a difference. And I feel like the universe, like the market, like everything is rewarding you and, and it should. And you're creating opportunity, not just for um, obviously not just for your employees and everyone else, but you know, you're creating opportunities for better health for some of the people that are being exposed. I mean, the whole supply chain of what you're what you're doing. I mean, you're just creating a lot of win-win scenarios. Scenarios and just the overall brand of MedX. I mean, that's what I see at the heart of what you're doing. Um, so first, if somebody is watching this and they want to learn more and to follow the story and the journey, I mean, what's the best way for people to connect and, and to keep up to date? Well, we do, uh, you know, we, we have a website. It's, you know, medx-rx.com. Um, and it, you know, we list every time there's some new media, it'll pop up there. Like this will be this, this whole thing will be up on there. We have social channel. I'm on LinkedIn. You know, I've got a lot of following there. I've got a lot of things that pop up there. Yeah. Of course, uh, you know, Facebook and, and then we have a, a, you know, our capital raising, um, portal, which we own that. And there's a long story behind that too. You know, we were on all the, all the, you know, most popular started with start engine and we ended up walking away from those because they wanted to once they got broker dealer licenses they decided they were going to charge us a lot more money mm. so we ended up building our own portal and that portal is medexinvestor.com mm. um, you can see the capital that's been raised you can really read the story you can see all the videos of our of our mm -hmm. products you can really understand what's going on that investment platform is still open um, we've raised almost four million dollars uh, on this last round and now, now trying to move through, uh, you know, shutting it down and, and, yeah. and going to the public markets to raise capital. And that's, that's our next step. And I feel mm -hmm. that step is regardless of the way we go, mm -hmm. we have an easy listing way to go. We can just, you know, file a 15 dash C211 and go that way. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've got something bigger in mind and, 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 and that's what we're working on and we're hoping again, that we can come out of that quiet area and announce this uh, here uh, shortly. Fantastic. Well, Matthew, uh, really, it has been a pleasure having you on the show and learning more about your journey and all the great stuff you're doing at MedX, NatureSide, Thermalate. I mean, it, it's awesome. Malibu Brands. I mean, you're, you have a lot going on, but you're just, it's, it's significant and uh, glad to bring all of that to my audience. And we'll put all those links to, to the websites and things like that in the show notes. So my audience can, they can just go on head right on over and just click on the links and uh, go right over to the sites. Um, so again, thank you for that. Um, and to the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters, just so you know, um, we're all about bringing on mission-based entrepreneurs, executives, and experts and having them really share, like, why do they do what they do? Like, what gets them excited? What gets them motivated? Also, you know, what helped them get through the journey and get to where they're at today? And 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 what does that look like? Um, so if that's the kind of content that you like, if that's like what you want to engage with, definitely hit that subscribe button because we have many, many more mission-based uh, entrepreneurs and executives coming on the line, and we do not want you to miss a thing. And Matthew, really, it has been a pleasure wishing you much more continued success. Uh, and I'm excited to watch the journey. So thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure, Adam. And uh, hey, everybody out there, it's hard work, but somebody's got to do it and be ready to fail and, and just stay on your horse. Don't get off the horse. You've got to keep running.